there's been very little history told about black settlers here in the North Country. I think that's because people think, well, there are so few black people here now, it must have always been that way. Well, it wasn't. A historian in St. Lawrence County is unearthing the stories of black pioneers in the region. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from the St. Lawrence County Community Development Program, now accepting applications for the Head Start program to prepare children ages 3 to 5 for school, online at slccdp.org slash head start. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Tuesday, December 5th. First up, a sticky black substance is showing up on people's houses in the small Adirondack hamlet of Mineville in the Champlain Valley near Port Henry. Residents suspect it comes from a nearby whiskey storage warehouse owned by the Vermont-based company Whistlepig. It's the first such case recorded in New York State. Gwendolyn Craig has been investigating for the Adirondack Explorer. So the residents, a lot of them are the ones we spoke to are retired. They've lived there for decades. They're just seeing this, I called it like a five o'clock shadow, basically growing on their homes. And they're just very distressed about that. They're proud of where they live. They um, want their house to look nice. And it's it's looking, you know, very dirty. Whistlepig told the Adirondack Explorer that it cleans houses on a case-by-case basis. But Craig found so far they've only cleaned one building. You can find more reporting on this on the Adirondack Explorer website. It's hard to learn about the Black history of the North Country. For years, there wasn't much out there. But that's starting to change. A new book details the lives of Black people in St. Lawrence County, from before the Revolutionary War to the 1930s, when white supremacists drove most of the Black community out. Catherine Wheeler spoke with a historian who spent 20 years putting together the stories of the region's Black pioneers. Brian Thompson says his interest in St. Lawrence County's Black history started with his children's education. I'm the adoptive parent of two Black children. And when my son was in fourth grade, in fourth grade, they're supposed to learn state and local history. And in the conference with his teacher near the end of the year, I asked about what Black history my son had learned. And the response is that he was absent the one day we talked about Black history. And that sort of set my ears on edge. Thompson is the town of DeKalb's historian. He's researched the North Country's history for decades and won awards for his work. Thompson also taught courses for future elementary school history teachers at SUNY Potsdam. He says he knew teachers at the time didn't have a lot of resources about Black history in New York State, let alone the North Country. I thought about it a lot, and I talked to some Black friends of mine, and thinking maybe someone who is Black should write this. And a friend of mine who was an English teacher, an African-American English teacher at SUNY Potsdam said to me, if you don't write it, nobody else will. And so then I started. It took me 20 years of research to put this book together. That book is called African-Americans of St. Lawrence County. Thompson says the North Country's Black history starts right when Europeans began to colonize the area. When Abby Francis Piquet 
came to found La Presentation in what's today Ogdensburg, he came with an enslaved man, Charles, and the community at La Presentation included a black woman who was a, a midwife, only listed in the birth and death records as the Negress, so we don't have a name for her. Thompson says before New York finally emancipated slaves in 1827, the wealthiest families in St. Lawrence County enslaved people in places like Waddington and Ogdensburg. It was a sign of social status. Thompson says after emancipation, the white people in the county wouldn't sell land to black people. That meant they had to move around to find work. Before the Civil War, relations between white and black people in St. Lawrence County varied from community to community. Thompson says there were a lot of interracial marriages and people could get along, but all of that changed after the Civil War. Jim Crow ideas of race and racism were brought, whereas before the Civil War, there were many ardent abolitionists and they talked about in the newspapers about the noble African After the Civil War, the N-word slang started to appear in huge numbers in the local papers, and the local papers ran serial stories, putting out all the stereotypes that we've heard of, racist stereotypes that didn't appear in the press before then. They'd run these fiction serial stories which showed African Americans to be ignorant, they could only speak in pidgin English and whatever, and that just was not the case before the war. Those things weren't talked about in that way. Thompson says many white people in the North Country didn't want to admit they were abolitionists. Abolitionists were blamed for the war, the high death toll, and the economic downturn that followed. So anti-black sentiment rose. Then the racist propaganda film The Birth of a Nation was shown in St. Lawrence County in the 1920s. The Madrid newspaper editor talking about how young people should go to see the movie to learn about the big mistake of trying to integrate black people into society and treat them as equal human beings. And Madrid was one of the centers of the abolitionist movement during the Civil War and after the Civil War, the Scotch Presbyterian Church raised large amounts of money and sent members to the South to teach in the freedom schools that that taught illiterate former slaves how to read and write and do math. And here a generation later, newspaper editors telling people we need to learn that that was a mistake and we should never have done that. The Ku Klux Klan rose in the North Country between the 1920s and 30s. Thompson says papers in faraway places like Chicago warned Black people about migrating to a place like Messina, where the Klan was terrorizing Black residents. Thompson says this was the peak of anti-Black racism in St. Lawrence County. And by the 1930s, almost all of the Black communities were gone. Thompson says putting together this history was hard. He would find a couple of sentences here and there. He says without census records, oftentimes there would be no record that someone existed. One of the stories I tell in the book is about the Fry family of Governor, and Flora Fry was given a land grant by Garrett Smith when he was giving land to free black men, two from every county in the state, so they could vote because there was a poll tax in New York for black people. And I wanted to find out why a woman got it, because she couldn't vote anyway for another 75 years uh, in New York. Um, And I had dug out incredible records, but a little piece here, a little piece there, all starting with Garrett Smith's records of her. Thompson's book often focuses on individuals and families to illustrate the Black community's experiences in a particular place and time. I think that's an important way to tell history 
because it makes it personal to us. There's got to be somebody in that book that you as a reader will relate to, whether it's Nanny and what she goes through in her travails with pregnancy, whether it's the Boston family raising multiple generations of, of their family in the Messina area and fighting in the Civil War, or if it's George Swan being a successful businessman. You, there should be somebody there that you can relate to in the book, I hope. That was my goal. Thompson says the Black community's resilience is the most important takeaway of the book. He says this history has always been a part of the North Country, and it's important to acknowledge and learn about it. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio, in DeKalb. Thompson's book, African Americans of St. Lawrence County, is now available. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Eddie Lawrence of Moira and Martha Gallagher of Keene. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.